0: Hello sweet world, it is TPN The Walk On and you know what, like every episode, I'm Joel Walkowski. I'm coming to you from my apartment in beautiful Greenpoint, Brooklyn where I am indeed king of the Polacks. It is a pleasure to be here on the Props Network talking through an amazing slate of sports and we're fresh off today's first NBA picks from the Pro Gambler. I had a blast doing that. I got off the air, I told Sammy, this is what I'm meant to do. And uh, that makes sense because my uncle's got Alex Karras suspended for an entire NFL season. So we are doing it live, and we could not do it without a trusty co-pilot and our good friend Brian Allen Mitchell. You know what, he had a tough weekend with the Browns, he was hanging out with those receivers in a hot tub, so he's off in quarantine, that's what you get for soaking up suds with Mr. Landry, and uh, filling his steed is the able one, the flex haired weirdo himself, fresh off of 4.0 at Vanderbilt University, Donnie Singstack, what up Don? Hey, what's up, Joel? How we doing, buddy? We are doing good. We are breaking even every single weekend. But you know what? I think we're about to break through together, and we're going to do some great work.
1: I can't wait. We got a lot of college football to look forward to, a lot of opportunities to finally break that break-even streak.
0: Yeah, and I think we're going to do it, I think, at the very least, from this episode, I'm committed to a wager on each of the big six games. I think we share an account with the powers that be over here. So we might as well come to some agreements. And as always, we're going to be joined by our good friend, Eli Sayers.
1: Certainly. And I think, uh, if I've got to sit, you sit in for, for Brian this week, I'm not going to pretend like I'm sad. The Browns lost still. But I was rooting for them after it was confirmed that Pittsburgh had lost. Uh, or After it was confirmed that Pittsburgh had won and the Ravens controlled their own destiny. Everything was happening at the same time. I had to hedge out of a four-way 14-point teaser on that Browns game and it was a phenomenal weekend to be a Ravens fan I will say that
0: and it was brutal we are gonna get into the Ravens a little bit in my NFL week 17 I can't believe we made it we're gonna have a, a great Ravens discussion at the tail end of this show you can't help feel for the Browns I mean these circumstances a looming game against Pittsburgh's backups you could kind of see the claps coming like this is Brown's football at its
1: finest. Absolutely. I, uh, I know for a fact that last season in the same division, the AFC North Pittsburgh needed to beat Baltimore in week 17 and Baltimore was resting all their starters. Cause they locked up the number one overall seed in the first round by and Baltimore's second stringers still beat Pittsburgh could play out the exact same way this year. Pittsburgh second stringers could still be Cleveland to keep them out of the playoffs.
0: Yeah. It's absolutely terrifying. If you are a Cleveland Browns fan. And again, I'm just going to go up. I'm going to try and pull up the props network line calculator for this game. Let's just see very quickly where this one is at. I'll pull it up in just a minute here, but yeah, plus 10 against the backups.
1: It's the AFC North weird things will happen absolutely and th- th- this actually kept the ravens out of the playoffs a few years ago that's why i'm nervous about the ravens bengals game they lost to the Bengals in a game they needed to win uh two or three seasons ago when when handy dalton threw a touchdown pass on fourth and 12 from the 50 wh- wh- when there was less than two minutes to, to go in the game to keep baltimore out of the playoffs Weird things happen in week 17 in the AFC North. I have no idea.
0: And it's amazing you bring up that Andy Dalton throw because that inspired a lot of the Buffalo Bills fans to donate to Andy Dalton's charity. And it kind mm-hmm. of started a cool Bills tradition where earlier in the season, Josh Allen lost his grandmother. They donated like almost a million dollars in her name. And mm-hmm. it's such a feel-good story in Buffalo and like, I know it's, it's weird to be a sports fan. Like, when does some when do you become a fan of someone? And this past 24 hours, I got to say, I think I became a fan for life. I think I'm putting in that Buffalo Bills Super Bowl future because I, I owe the world to Josh Allen.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you it, it seems to be a fan when either him or Stephon Diggs, they threw some fantasy championships. They, 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 a lot of money moved because of how good their games were last night on, oh, on Monday Night Football. Yeah, and I've yeah, always rooted for Stefan Diggs because he's a Terp.
0: Yeah, and if you see there, we have the Bills at like 9-1. to one. That's fun action. They've got the blueprint to win the AFC. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to beat Kansas City, but they play that Kansas City style of offense. The defense still – I mean, I'm still waiting on that Seattle-esque transformation – but it's it's a feel-good story. And not only did Josh Allen give me the best fantasy football experience of my my life, not only did he give me 35 points against my lifelong best friend for a rousing come from behind victory. I offered it he has got a baby on the way. I offered him the money. He said no. But I'm gonna get a little vulnerable here with you, Don. Mm-hmm. So I I had my first couples therapy today. And I get into the session. I'm I'm with the beautiful Gabby Garcia right here from the pod station. And, you know, there's no trouble in paradise. It's just quarantine changes It's all we all got some work to do. And I was a little scared. You know what the therapy started the session with?
1: How good is Josh
0: Allen? How good is Josh Allen? She led with how <laughs> likable the guy was. I was on cloud nine about Josh Allen. Not only did he put $200 in my pocket, he's making mm-hmm. me feel at ease in like a very, like it's hard mm-hmm. to be a bro in therapy. You can't have big biceps and emotional vulnerability. And she yep. put me at odd
1: thanks to Joshie boy. That's... Uh, what oh, 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 Was Gabby happy with that opening? She, she was. <laughs> Gabby did
0: say you were a little charming, but I think she's actually listening to this episode right now. I, yes. I'm not just getting healed. I'm getting a subscriber. But it was one of those beautiful moments where sports truly, they bring us together. They help us cool. uh, over our own bullshit. And I got to be a Josh Allen fan for life now.
1: Oh, it's uh, he's a very easy kid to root for.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm head over heels. This is such a whirlwind 24 hours. If I had it with him in Vegas, we would be married right now. We'd be waking up and going like, okay, I guess we'll give this a try. But Mm -hmm. what an experience. I need to close Facebook because I'm getting messages from our MLB correspondent, Michelle Neat. I'll talk to you later, you muscle-bound weirdo. Uh, But she's a good gal. I like her a lot. Welcome back to New York City and the Props Network. But okay, I need, to, I need to feel you out on something, Don. I talk about liking Detroit sports. I can't suffer anymore, so I'm making some life choices. My New Year's resolution, I'm being nicer to myself. Yeah. And how can I do that? I'm going to start rooting for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm taking them in the AFC, and you know me. Mm-hmm. I got Jag's connections, I've been welcomed into the teal community
1: hundred percent. It's time I take that plunge, right? I, I don't see why not. Uh, I think they've got pieces and they're about to get the biggest piece that's come out of the draft in a long time. And warmer weather, like similar fan base, similar amount of despair among the fan base. it's there's a huge connection. It, it th- there's a pool in the stadium, you know. I love that. I love like
0: any non contact way of spreading chlamydia. You can find mm-hmm. that at Jags games, as you can find our friend Jake's dad. So, a yep. lot of great things, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I think I can do it. So, I'm gonna root for the Jags because I love Trevor Lawrence. I want to keep rooting for him. I want to, yeah. we're gonna talk about the future, and I want to keep rooting for Kevin Durant. So I'm going to be Nets and Jags. I think if I really play my cards right, I can I make a convincing case that I could be a fan for both. Am I committing sports bigamy here?
1: I don't think so. You you were a net season ticket holder when they were bad. Is that not correct? That is correct. I was a net season ticket holder. I didn't
0: like them when Kyrie was signed, but now that KD's here, yeah. I don't know. I want to cheer for these assholes. KD, Trevor Lawrence... They have this thing where they're just kind of like these these guys who are better than anyone but still kind of march to their own drummer but are kind of pricks. I am here for it. Sign me up for both those teams.
1: No, I think if you stayed in Brooklyn through the pandemic, you deserve to be a fan of either of any New York sports team. It doesn't matter. Most of them are bad aside from the Knicks or aside from from the Nets right now, but if you are currently in New York and okay with everything that's going on there, who cares who you root for? You, 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 who stayed.
0: Yeah, I'm going to root for the Nets. I'm going to cheer on their title and watch the city try and figure out their parade route because the Lord knows it can't be in Manhattan. There will be riots. I'm- and then I'm going to fly down to Jacksonville with my buddy Bruce Head, mm-hmm. go see his dogs, and see a game with Jacksonville's first ever season ticket holder. This mm-hmm. is who I am now. There's no sense in rooting for Detroit sports. We're awful. I'm moving on. I'm a bigamist now.
1: Absolutely. No, I'm I'm all in for Trevor. He even looks like another Jacksonville legend, Tom Petty. They're just <laughs> j- just totally go in and, and sell out everything. It's it's going to be great. It's a match made in heaven. I can't wait.
0: It's a match made in heaven. I cannot wait. And you know what? I can't wait to get to this episode. I was excited about it all day. I was Ooh. doing my research, doing my lines. And because it's a great bowl week, but before we get to Eli Sayers and Wild Wednesday, let's plug the old props network. If you go to the amazing website, not only will you see live odds comparisons, you will see blogs every day from young Donnie Sengstack picking every college football game of the week. And you know, if you go to our YouTube channel, you smash subscribe. There's a lot of great things going on. I'm picking NBA games every single day. And you can see right here, we have our futures calculator for the Buffalo Bills. But let's put in a future to start our conversation with Eli. We're going to go NCAA football. We're going to go player future. And we're going to look at those Trevor Lawrence odds because I see plus 400, plus 700, plus 450. If you're following this stuff on the Props Network, you see that these lines are moving like crazy. So smash subscribe. Join us for your gambling journey. And now joining us... To talk through all of the remaining bowl games is the wild one, Eli
1: Sayers.
2: Hello, what up? Hi Donnie. Oh, hi Joel.
1: Welcome, Eli.
2: It's great to hear that your uh, couple's therapy is going well, Joel. And yeah. that's cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I got I was very fulfilled by you know you want to just do your best in this world. If we we only have time to work on ourselves in quarantine, I got no excuse. Why not? You know why not? Truly. Truly, the start to this episode and segment I envisioned. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so I'm excited, man. This is this is a good week. And cool. let's start by let me pull it up one more time. These Heisman odds are ah, um,
2: these Heisman odds
0: pretty man. wild.
2: So you're saying, well, that's good. We like it wild here. Uh, you saying you 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 trying to get people to throw some money on Trevor here? I'm, I threw money on Trevor. Mm. I, saw, I can see it I think he doesn't deserve it but if uh, the two people who deserve it, Devonte Smith and Mac Jones get the vote split then you know it'll it'll go to uh, it'll go to this bum.
0: yeah and like it'll
2: be a lifetime We've, I think we already talked about it it's like Scorsese getting the departed. It's like uh, okay, here's your career achievement award even though this year isn't yeah, and it's here. just
0: that kind of movement moving from 27 to one to five to one in 48 hours. Something tells me that by the time this award is announced that line is gonna keep moving. So but g- it's
2: it's not changed. Like the votes are already in. So That's all we can do now. Yeah, is but I
0: I think it's because word is getting out about a possible uh, yeah. split vote between yeah. the great Alabama mm-hmm. candidates. So yeah, I don't know. It's worth a ten dollar flyer. We're in the business of sprinkling some shekels over here at the Props Network, and at five to one for the best player in the country, not bad. Uh yeah,
2: for one of the top one, you know, one of the top six players in the country, that's a pretty well, good odds. Yeah.
1: Well, so what what would compel someone to vote for Smith over Jones or Jones over Smith? Like like what's the big deciding factor in the Heisman vote there?
2: Well, Smith, uh, Mac was the forerunner for the longest time. I think Smith, people oh. finally started to note just how many catches he was getting and how amazingly. And then there was talk of I think people started to get excited about the prospect of a receiver finally getting it again. Uh, yeah. So I, I think people all just, I'm fine with either one. Uh, they have different, different, different set of skills. They bring to the table. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like Mac had the momentum going into it. Not Mac. I'm sorry. Devonte. Yeah. And, and, it awesome. and it seemed it.
0: like it had Devante had it locked up the night of the SEC championship game, but yeah. this is college football here. And we just saw Notre Dame get inducted to the playoff because really voters decided before the season, they belong there. and isn't it likely that trevor lawrence is an ideal candidate like he campaigned for college football to come back like there's an argument he deserves it for that alone so well a few people did that justin fields
1: did that too strange Well, he got covid
0: yeah he he put his money where his mouth is see that's what justin fields didn't do Uh, Yeah, but well he didn't have the opportunity
2: he didn't have as many games to uh to do it because uh trevor didn't have all lights out games either He's great. Here's the thing, Clemson. I think is going to win the championship this year, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm already just kind of upset about that. So I don't really care about. Like, I, I expect Trevor to get the Heisman, and it's just to be the fucking freaking sorry, just be a big, big dumb Clemson fest.
0: Yeah. So let, let me pull up those futures here, right, right now for the championships. So for I was I was going to do this later in the show, but before we get down to business and break down all these games, here are the odds as they currently stand. The odd futures? No, these are the Heisman futures, the oh. national championship futures. We see Alabama is a pretty prohibitive underdog against two. Uh, I mean, they're eight. they're they're minus money, so not really an underdog. They, they're getting oh. it's bad yeah, odds. You 150, know I don't know all the game will speak. <laughs> so if, with Alabama, you'd have to bet one hundred and fifty four to win a hundred stupid and it kind of makes sense to take clemson here if you can go over to bet mgm get them plus 270 we, we talking against ohio state or no this is for the whole thing, the whole thing.
2: Whole yeah I, I think clemson's gonna win it i would do that i don't like recommending that but it, it, yeah
1: i think i think clemson's probably gonna win it all this year it sucks certainly the best value of any of the four teams is on clemson like by a lot
2: you talking about value as in like money like gambling yeah. potential. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. If you're a smart gambler, yeah. That's right. If you're a good person who's
0: going to heaven, you root for Alabama. That's where the juice is and we're going to talk about those games in depth. I think team, Donnie yeah. actually has the best idea to get money from those games. I can't wait for the listeners to hear it. But before we do, we were unfortunately correct last week. <laughs> Liberty took down Coastal yeah. Carolina. They did. And before we say goodbye to our friends, the Chanticleers, <laughs> I just want to say that in an awful year that we saw teams scrambling, we saw players opting out, their invitation out to BYU and that Saturday night game with 60 hours of planning. And yeah, BYU's acceptance of it. Yeah. Now. I mean, that's what sports is all about. That's my favorite sports memory of this entire year. That was and game of the year. None of of these
2: championship games are going to be as good as that game was. Not even close. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And coastal, like they found themselves in a situation where you're so good, you're so notable that you know what? You're sudden. You go from Cinderella to someone with a target on your back, and that's where they were for Liberty on Saturday night.
2: Midnight strikes for everyone, and uh, you know what? People are still going to be talking about Coastal Carolina next year. People don't. People don't care. We'll see. I don't think this matters. I, bowl games are great, but it's 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 dessert, man. It's like uh, you know, it's I, I would have liked them to be undefeated, but for me, ain't, ain't much is tarnished about the uh, about Coastal Carolina's season in my book, if you ask me. Liberty's a great team
1: too. No, who was a bad first quarter for Coastal, and that's it. Yeah. It was they they could not stop Malik Willis in the first quarter, who I think could be playing on Sundays.
2: And that fourth quarter was a
0: lot of fun, wasn't it? And then
2: Dolphins, yeah, uh, great stuff, great stuff.
1: And that w- that was Saturday
0: night. That was ending just as Dolphins Raiders was ending. I mean, if you're quarantined, that's as good as it gets, right there. That's the peak of your year. Yeah.
1: Who won that game, by the way, Joel?
0: Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the Dolphins, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick won the game with his neck in a in a brace. It was the most amazing throw I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, and we will see. Maybe Tua is not the best quarterback in Miami. Maybe he's not the best quarterback from Miami's, Alabama's national champions. Why did I say Miami? Because that's where he's currently not what are playing. are talking about national champions.
2: No, he's every bit as good. He's better than Jerobo, Joe Burrow and all of them. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll, I'm get, just you'll get a Super Bowl ring and you'll, you'll, you'll. I'm gonna, oh,
0: I'm gonna remind you about this. I'm gonna feed you some crow. <laughs> yeah, we Eli's on the record, guaranteed. The Dolphins this year. are winning
2: the Super Bowl this year under Tua. No <laughs>
0: doubt, no doubt about that. Book it now. Book but, it. <laughs> but before we get into the Miami Dolphins inevitable Super Bowl run, let's go through all these bowl games. And just one quick caveat: we're recording on Tuesday night. There's a few games. If you're wondering where they're at. We did them last week. They are on TPN The Walk-On or the Props Network's uh, YouTube Derek channel. Derek King. Check. I think he, Derek King just got hurt. Derek King just got hurt, huh?
2: Yeah. And, and uh, I think I think uh, my uh, Miami was getting beat pretty good, pretty handily last night when Ooh. I left to come over here.
1: Yes. Okie
2: State was beating them pretty right. handy. Uh, Miami finally got a touchdown, but I just seen that uh, uh, King got helped off the field, I guess. So I hope yeah. he's okay. Yeah,
0: and it is a shame he's coming back for another year. Miami couldn't quite get it done. And luckily, I did avoid that game. Our first bowl game we're going to talk about, I actually love. It's the Arizona Bowl, Ball State. They're 10-point underdogs straight off of what I thought was a kind of fluky Mac championship victory. And they're facing San Jose State. I love San Jose State here. I think they're probably the best bet on the entire slate so far.
2: I mean, they're definitely going to win. What's the what's the spread though? You you T- think we'll cover
0: ten points?
2: I don't know. Ball State. Ball State's been a team that is a little bit full of surprises this mm-hmm. season. No one really expected that, and they have been good. I I, I think the Buffalo is better than them, and that they. Mm-hmm. I think Buffalo wins that game seven out of ten times, but and, uh, and
0: that Buffalo game was it was actually very similar to the Coastal Carolina Liberty game. Cool. They just the better team fell down early. They tried to get out of the hole, but. That's just not how their it offense happens. is meant to work. Yeah. Well, and then, yeah. 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 But right here, this is by far the best defense Ball State has played. San and it's really good. And, mm. you know, Drew Plitt, he has a lot of trick plays. He has a great completion percentage, but a lot of that's because they have good running back plays. Their running backs are out of this one. So I think that puts them up against the San Jose defense that, frankly, destroyed Boise State in the Mountain West Championship. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think they're going to score about 35 to 42 points. I don't think Ball State's going to be able to match them at all. I wouldn't be surprised if Ball
2: State covers.
0: Okay. But, but I'm not I'm, I'm not confident enough. I think you're probably right. Well, I, I did. Here's what I – if you're watching the stream right now, here's what I did. I bought a point on Texas because you got to bet on Texas in the Alamo Bowl – and then right. I bought three points on Ball State. I bought them down to six and a half, so I All got both of them. You know, with a couple points in my favor at like plus two hundred odds. This might be my MAC bias. <clears throat> this
2: yeah, might, I mean, j- this might be me just trying to trying to hype the MAC up.
1: No, I do think the Mountain West was a better confer better competition than the Mountain West than the MAC this the, uh, this season.
2: Possibly, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think so. I think Buffalo is as good
1: as anyone in uh, Mountain West. <laughs> I agree, but the MAC was uh, was kind of top heavy with with, well, with the I good teams.
2: I don't know. I mean, like Akron was better than I expected. Not Akron. I'm sorry. No, games. Akron was terrible. Uh, Toledo was good. I don't. I, I there were like uh, I don't know. In each division, there was at least like I, it was better than I thought it would be. There was like there <laughs> there were more good teams in the MAC than I expected. To be honest.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but if. If the offense is suddenly more predictable, if we've seen this defensive line dominate like a team that probably has better linemen than Ball State.
2: Yeah, San Jose State's going to win 100%. Yeah, Yeah, so
0: I'm all over San Jose State here. Could be a money line game for me if I'm feeling freaky. My fiance just walked in. I tried rearranging the furniture, and I can tell she doesn't like it. But let's move on. Oh, and if you're following the stream, get on that Texas thing it's the Alamo Bowl. Come on. Uh, next up, uh, the Texas Bowl has been canceled. I guess they read Texas's old tweets. <laughs> Come on. Every, everyone, we're all comics here. Right? Can we go around? Everyone does a hacky Texas Bowl being canceled joke. Oh, <laughs> Wait, what
2: did you, what was your joke?
0: They they read it, Texas's old tweets.
2: Oh, it, oh,
0: oh, no. Uh, oh, no.
2: <laughs> yeah i won't think of one right now i'll probably think of one 12 minutes from now and i'll interrupt you talking
0: that's, that sounds perfect <laughs> just as long as you're cool with that yeah i'm cool yeah, with yeah. it you guys interrupt me whenever you want okay. with your texas is canceled the entire state if you're there i'm sorry you gotta move bring beto over to my place so that's done and let's get into the big six this matchup's awesome. The Peach Bowl, Cincinnati at Georgia. Georgia's a six and a half point favorite. What do you guys think?
2: Oh boy, I might. I'm I'm going back and forth on how wild I should get here. I don't know. I don't want to be contrarian because I just put up a fight for Ball State, but I was just being biased for the Mac. I, ooh, I don't know if I, I might get wild and call Cincy straight up to win this.
1: Really? hmm But keep in mind, so, I'm
2: I'm in my wild mode.
1: So so I was also thinking about Cincy straight up, but. It's, it's kind of a story of two teams trending in different directions because Georgia's been really good the last two games, and Cincy has struggled in, in, the, the, in their That's last true. two games.
2: That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think that Georgia is—a uh, lot of players are sitting. Uh, they have the on-paper yeah. talent, obviously, mm-hmm. that, that is better than that. Uh, Kirby Smart is a moron. You have to keep that. A great recruiter, but a moron
0: in-game coach.
1: And uh, terrible and record. record in bowl games.
2: And looks very stupid and has a stupid bowl haircut, too. Yeah. <laughs> to a bowl he should ever be allowed in there. And uh,
0: let's give the caveat to our listeners, to our viewers, that this no is a caveat. line you really want to shop for, because between 7.5 and, and 6.5, and it's quite a bit of difference. If it's 7.5, frankly, I like Cincinnati. If it's mm-hmm. 6.5, I'm going Georgia, so... This is an important one to shop around. I think this game is interesting because if you look at the advanced stats that measure general power rankings, offensive and and defensive efficiency, these teams are identically ranked across the board. Which one feels disrespected right now? Oh, absolutely, Georgia. Georgia is furious.
2: Georgia doesn't care. Georgia sucks and they know it. It Sucks as in, like, you know— you're supposed to be a big powerhouse and you lost, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think Cincy is going to come with a chip on the shorter and Georgia, Georgia might just be kind of, like,
1: deflated. It's it's exactly what happened. Well, the, the, if, if there, be
2: like, like UCF-Auburn, kind of, that when Auburn was pretty good that year.
1: Right, and, and there has been a game, like, the, that Georgia-Texas game. A few years ago when yeah. Georgia felt snubbed from the playoff and Texas came in and Sam Ellinger beat them. Yeah. ran all over him and shouted, We're back and everything and Georgia,
2: and, and some teams some teams get angry. If Georgia can get angry, sure, but it seems like they get pouty and that yeah. doesn't win games.
1: Well, but
0: all this is kind of predicated on Georgia as we know them with Stetson Bennett the fourth as this kind of run heavy team because the fact is these teams are very similar but that doesn't take into account that they looked like a completely different team against Missouri JT McDaniel actually gives them like a vertical threat so if they're actually able to implement that game and have an offense that's kind of they're they're kind of hard to prepare for right now because the offensive system is so in flux and I think that's really going to favor Georgia in a game that's being played in Georgia
2: yeah without a doubt dude I'm being a complete imbecile here but I still think that uh since he's going to win and I think that since he's uh one of their strengths is their secondary so I think that's going to be an interesting matchup seeing new quarterback versus uh it's going to be the best secondary he's faced I'll tell you that
1: yeah and here's the deal I'm
2: telling you you're right and me and me and Donnie just being wild boys it's wild Wednesday. I'm being wild. I'm calling Cincy to win this.
1: Yeah, the 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 thing that scares me the most is is Georgia's it, is the unpredictability factor mm-hmm. and the the two recent games where Georgia absolutely smoked too uh, – I mean, I think Missouri is a decent team.
2: They are a decent team. With a good
1: quarterback. Uh, I think they're very they're very solid and uh, and they had a reason to play. Yeah against Georgia, and, and Georgia stopped them.
2: Yeah, Georgia's good. They're good, and, and they're it, better than they were at the beginning of the
0: year, probably. But yeah. And, and we are going to win. And, and we respect the Cincinnati offense, right? Now, bet right? against them,
2: bet on Cincinnati to win yeah. straight up. Yeah.
0: yeah. But we respect Cincinnati, right? Cincinnati, no matter how this game goes, we all know Georgia has a great defense, but Cincinnati is going to score some points, right? Yeah. So yeah. the over in this game is 50.5. I actually like... Georgia money line tied to the over Ooh. at plus one seventy odds. Okay, i th- mm-hmm. I think that's a great number for this game, and I don't think that line is taking J T McDaniel's into account whatsoever.
1: No, I don't think so. Yeah,
2: we'll see.
0: So yeah, I like Georgia and the over. Yeah, take- that over sounds pretty pretty likely. Yeah, yeah,
1: t- strong bet.
0: Yeah, take the over. Like I might stagger that, you know, like. I'll take the over. I'll take over in the Georgia points and then I'll take over in the Georgia money line, like do three $10 bets on each and then hopefully rake in the money from it.
1: Yeah, I could absolutely see that. I mean, in the last two games with Daniels, Georgia has put up 49 and 45. So, I mean, that's Missouri,
2: Missouri and who else?
1: South Carolina.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll count the Missouri one. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And there is not a hey. Be nice to South Carolina. That's a like bowl team, all right.
2: I like. Wait, what?
0: <laughs> that was a bowl team this year.
2: Yeah, their their co- <laughs> their coach also had a stupid looking bowl cut. <laughs> oh my gosh! Stop <laughs> talking like about people's bowl cuts. And I hate. Okay, we're canceling the bowl cuts. Like even even Texas's.
0: Yeah, there were only two stooges. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sam's over there just steaming mad right now what's he talking about i'm doing the
2: thing he he actually yeah i actually disobeyed him
0: i gotta stop i keep holding the mic up oh i I thought you said 40 (laughs) f-bombs i said one
2: f-bomb but i caught myself earlier it's 80
0: percent less it's not a moratorium donnie you're allowed to swear as much as you want because i think it's cute yeah. <laughs> Joe,
2: get... you got a big laugh from Sam over here. <laughs> I'm over here dropping these gems. What do I get from Sam? I get yelled at. Yeah,
1: Donnie, <laughs> give us a darn it all. <laughs> yep. Uh, n- 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 happy new year, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I like Cincy. I hope they win. That'd
0: be cool. I I now nah, the Grinch is showing up. I'm t- and... no, no, it always happens like life always happens like a happy movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. The only happy movie we're seeing is Safety, the movie about the Clemson defensive back who raised his orphaned brother. I'm watching that tonight. I'm going to text you all about it, Eli. Please. Okay, so let's move on. We got to get our vitamin C, and we're going to get it at the Citrus Bowl. Northwestern, my nemesis, is facing your (laughs) nemesis, Auburn, plus three and a half.
2: I'm rooting for the apocalypse. I'm rooting for the stadium to sink into the earth and get only the coaches and higher ups. I like the players. The players are okay. Mm -hmm. Um, What are we talking about? (laughs) Oh, Auburn. Yeah. I think Auburn will probably win this. What do you think? Yeah. I mean,
0: Auburn, Auburn, Auburn Auburn money line plus their team total, dude, their team total is only 20.5. And they're probably like, it's again, it's kind of similar to Georgia where you haven't like, it's a different coach. Who knows what they're going to stay. What they're going to run but you know they'll be more talented athletically than northwestern they're, they're I gonna hope b- they run because
2: tank bigsby is a great running back One. and gus did not use him as much as they should because he believed in stupid bo nicks
1: Mm-mm. no tank is great and how did ohio state come back against northwestern la, 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 last week trey sermon ran for over 300 yards mm-hmm. like that's That's what you have to do to beat Northwestern. That's Auburn's strength. Tank Bigsby is a man. He is going to run all over Northwestern. And at the very least, Auburn will will be able to control time of possession. They'll be able to run up and down the field. And I think they beat Northwestern outright.
2: I think they will if Bo Nix can get it together to be a competent quarterback. Sometimes he can. Sometimes and he can't. But I if the th- passing th- game doesn't open up, I do think Northwestern's defense is enough that Tank wouldn't be able to do quite enough. But if the passing game opens up even somewhat, I'm pretty sure Auburn's going to, yeah, I think Auburn will cruise. Not cruise. I think it'll be a a fight, but I think Auburn will win.
0: And it, this is kind of a fun line that they place because it weighs so heavily the nightmare that Northwestern was for gamblers this year they killed so many parlays throughout the season before they eventually got taken for real they kept proving people wrong and like they're placing this line and they're kind of begging you to take auburn here they're betting on northwestern one last time but again for this is the highest like cover percentage of any bowl matchup auburn mm-hmm. and northwestern they f- cover every week i'm taking auburn here yeah mm-hmm. i'm not I'm not going to say anything good about
2: Auburn, I guess, but, you know, listen to your, boy, Joel, okay. your boys, Joe and Johnny.
0: Okay, don't even say anything about Northwestern. Like, close your eyes, answer immediately. Northwestern versus an SEC team. Who you got?
2: Well, my the first team that came to mind was Vandy, and so that made me, God, Go <laughs> that door. Made me hesitate
0: a little bit. <laughs> oh, Northwestern, I think to you're selling
2: Northwestern control. a little short, Joel. I think you're selling them a little short. I think I agree with you overall, but I think you're – I, I, I think you're slightly underestimating them.
0: Yeah, but selling Northwestern short is what I've done with you for three months. It's yeah, working, baby. I'm in <laughs> these Wildcats. Well, Ohio State was their big game. They don't care about beating Auburn. Yeah. The, the quality of athlete in Auburn is going to be—the the trenches belong to the Tigers in this one. Defensive the, line will be—yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, uh, Auburn— I th- Yeah, yeah,
2: I can see that. I don't think—I think their defense is probably better than Ohio State's.
0: And I could see it being, like, a recipe for disaster if it was still Malzahn. But with a new coach in the picture, it's going to be a really, like, kind of inspired program. Like, we've been tracking it this year. The dead cat bounce is real if you don't follow the Detroit Lions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's move on. We are finally here, guys. I'm talking the Rose Bowl. Alabama Crimson Tide. They are playing a playoff. uh, What is technically a playoff team, I guess. The Notre Dame fighting Irish. (laughs) Notre Dame is 20-point underdogs. Do they have any chance to cover this? To cover it? Yeah. You know, I've been betting against the spread with Bama all all season.
2: I predict predict like 42-28. I don't know, something like that. I think we
0: win by two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's close.
0: Yeah and so every team has failed to contain Alabama. Alabama scores 45 points a game. Do we think Ian Book's getting to 28 points? That's the question you got to ask yourself here. I don't think he's getting further than 28 points.
2: I'll say that. <laughs> no. And I think Bama can put up 35 without a doubt. Even though I Notre Dame, you know, they got a D, you know, and they're going to Notre Dame is going to run on us. Bama's run. Bama's defense is improved, but they're still soft, man. They're soft, and that's just how it is now. I guess there just aren't these elite powerhouse defenses to speak of anymore. But uh, yeah, yeah, Notre Dame is going to run on us. They're going to have uh, possession a lot because of that. So I think it's going to take a while for separation to actually happen, but I think it will. And you know, Bama will win by a couple, couple touchdowns.
0: Yeah. And in that, like Notre Dame, their defense wasn't as bad as they seemed in that Clemson game. It's just Clemson, their skill players, they broke a lot of tackles. And it's if you can contain ETN and when, a- a- yeah, ETN and Trevor Lawrence, if
2: they are both on there, you're not going to beat Clemson. Yeah, They're not necessarily going to always be on, though, as we've seen from this season. This is not a this is this is a, an elite team. You know, I think them, they and BAM are the best teams in the country. But it's... Yeah. Clemson, I don't know. I don't think they're quite as good as they were the last couple of years. But I still think they're going to win the title. Okay, so right. this
0: question's for Donnie, I suppose. If if Clemson were to have played Notre Dame tight in their rematch, yeah.
1: what would the spread on this be? I would put it closer to probably 10, right? Yeah. Would, would, wouldn't you put it right around double digits if that game was close, but Clemson won by about a touchdown? Yeah,
0: because if... I, I see... I don't think Alabama is any better than Clemson. I didn't see anything from Notre Dame versus Alabama, so, versus Clemson rather. But yeah, it seems like 20 is too much for me to want to get down on. So yeah. you actually had a good idea for how we can make money New Year's Day.
1: Right. What 100%. I do see Alabama scoring a lot because if it's one thing – uh, spe- speaking of Vanderbilt, Eli, v- 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 Vanderbilt's new head coach is Notre Dame's defensive, defensive coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's coach. right. So they're losing yes. to DC, Clark but maybe
2: Lee. Brett Venerable steps in for Notre
1: Dame. <laughs> not, as, su- as soon as Vandy hired Clark Lee, he gave up 34 to Clemson, but, but also Notre Dame's D has not been great. I I I, I I I mean, so they played Clemson, I gave up 34 to Trevor and 40. To uh, the the other kid, the uh, Hawaiian kid, I think. Tua. No, no, no. Mariota. Uh, no, no, no. Cle- Johnny Aloha. No, no. Clemson's Pineapple. backup quarterback. Oh, okay. I- he gave up forty to him in South Bend. He also gave up thirty-one to Boston College, and twenty-one to a terrible Syracuse team. Like that defense you can score on them easily yeah yeah i hear you and, and for that reason i think alabama can get can score enough to cover pretty much anything but if you think that bama can win by two touchdowns which i think is easy if you tease that number down you who can get bama minus 13 and a half and you can get clemson at basically a pick and I think that's the best play of the college football playoff is to mm. to just tease both the favorites. Interesting,
0: yeah. And I'm I'm behind that one hundred percent. The seven point tease. I don't know. If, and like, if we just want to put a uh, an epitaph on the Notre Dame Clemson Alabama game, every year following the NFL draft, I see Notre Dame defenders getting picked who are usually D linemen or linebackers. The secondary is not as good as their other defensive units and against what is another like historic Alabama receiving core. I think they're going to be overmatched. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I like that play. Let's talk the sugar bowl. Um, And do we have those lines up? Yeah, we do. We see that Ohio state is a seven and a half point dog. Wow. And that scares the shit out of me. Wow.
2: Oh, quick addendum, Joel. I agree with you on Oklahoma-Florida now. I think I didn't realize that Pitts was sitting, and I think another receiver. I think Grimes might be sitting for Florida. So just I'm in case I didn't change it then, I'm, I agree with you, and you're correct. I, uh, what do you think about this? Do you think Ohio State can I I think, I mean, Clemson's going to win this, but seven and a half?
0: I think Ohio State needs to go up the highway, bust into Kevin Stefanski's <laughs> office, borrow one of those Nick Chubb <laughs> play scripts, and just play that kind of running back dominant, like offensive game. That's the way for them to win this. Yeah. If Justin Fields
2: has to be on, he can't he can't he knows that. And look, I think Dabo ranking them number eleventh, that's some bulletin board material right there. I think Ohio State is mad about that.
1: Well, don't you think Dabo knew what he was doing? Like I don't well, know. Well, like he must have done that with good reason to kind of It could get, get underneath know. their skin. It it seems like it's he wouldn't have done that if he was like, oops, did I give them bullets and board material? Like I don't I, think
2: he cares. I think he's such a, a sloppy minded moron that he yeah. just kinda <laughs> uh he can't help himself. Like he has to be like, No, I'm the best right now. I, I think it's I think it was petty a little bit. And I but yeah. I don't care either. Like who cares where he ranks them? I and maybe he thinks that they're alone. Right. I don't care if he thinks they're the only the team. I think maybe I think st- if maybe this isn't It's probably nothing strategically. Probably it's fine either way. But if he was looking at it as a positive strategy, he is more of an imbecile than we all thought.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's three things that scare me about this game. Number one, that Dabo stupid bulletin board material. We have the most obvious situation for a Justin Fields just bounce back game after he's being disregarded with... He has so much on the line here. He'll be fresh off not... Not being invited to New York for the Heisman. And mm-hmm. then oh, wait, we ha- then we have the the play of running backs for Ohio State last week. I mean, <laughs> there's a blueprint for Ohio State to win this game. And they could. I hope they
2: do. It would be so funny if Ohio State won this. And I don't think they will, but man, that would be awesome. I mean, if we want to go through it, Clemson kind try- of— oh, Hold on, Joel. Hold on, Joel. Usually, usually I'm a little more wild. Are you about to get wild? Are you about to try to call OSU straight up here?
0: I'm on the T's, but I, I, I think OSU is winning this game. They, owe, they owe Clemson a I victory. I it. I like it. Woo! I mean, where, where do I go to school? I, I'm, I'm not betting on Ohio State. No. I'm betting on Clemson. I'm betting on Trevor Lawrence because I'm from the great city of Jacksonville, Florida, and I always have been. And I have long bl- blonde hair just like my favorite QB, Trevor. But it just seems like the equivalent to last year, and the spread seems way too big here.
1: Yeah, do, do you think this Ohio State team is better than last year's team and more better equipped to beat Clemson? I don't think so.
0: No, but I, it's just the circumstances where Fields just having a crappy game, yeah. them discovering this dimension of them playing through their running backs is and in like an open field way. I'll say this: we don't know this. This is, you know, maybe likely not. It's too
2: small of a sample set. But what if Trey Sermon is better than J.K. Dobbins? I mean.
0: He could be, he could be. So let's pull up this Clemson. I like money. this wildness. I like this wildness, Jewel. I, I, th- I mean, I made my wild call with Cincy, and like Ohio State, they cruised through the entire regular season, all four in games, just for this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, what? it's uh,
2: and they're gonna be fresh, no injuries that I know of. Maybe I'll need to check in on that, but.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I would push back on the fact that Ohio State cruised through the regular season. They struggled against a healthy Indiana. Yeah, they, didn't cruise.
2: they struggled against every, like, ranked team they played.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Had it not been for a pick six that Indiana threw, that game goes to overtime or... <laughs> Indiana wins it outright in regulation. Yeah, but that's
0: against Michael Penix Jr. when he's looking like a first-round NFL draft pick. It's a wild season, man. It's a wild season. Two games ago, barely even matters. Yeah. But honestly, plus 245 odds, that's great value for the Buckeyes. And the Buckeyes, this is the lowest they've been valued throughout the entire NCAA season. If you were ever going to bet on them, this is the week. Wow, I like it, Joel. I like it. Again, I, I've I've told you guys where my money will be, but the facts—they <laughs> call yeah, I think out to me. Yeah, I
2: personally think clubs are smarter, but I'm, I just respect. I just have respect for the wildness. Mm-hmm. Respect yeah, and the
0: wild. And you know, can we get stupid here? Can we throw out a sweetheart stupid, teaser for it's these stupid games? Tuesday
2: already. It's stupid Tuesday, isn't it? Let's you te-
0: you tease the favorites in both mm-hmm. these games. You tease the over in both these games. Sixty-six. So you have Alabama getting seven. You got Clemson. They can lose by up to six points. And then you got overs of 53. I don't know. I kind of like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. So it seems like this should be a bigger deal. It feels like this bowl game has really fallen off just given the matchup here. Like, I remember watching Alabama-Michigan in the Gator Bowl yeah, why is this the last one we're covering? Oh no, we get we have more. We've we have got, more good. Okay. I was about to
2: say, like, yeah, Ohio State Clubs in Notre Dame, Bama, North Carolina State, Kentucky.
0: <laughs> we we do them in chronologic order. We're ah, okay. we're done with New Year's Day. We're nice, on nice. to January 2nd. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, better, yeah. broken. so we <laughs> have the Gator Bowl, Kentucky minus three and a half versus NC State, and fans everywhere will be asking, which team is actually good? So so uh, yeah. I don't They're know. Fine. They're fine. I don't know. Uh, I like Kentucky's
2: defense, so I'd maybe like lean toward them a little bit. But <laughs> mostly, just who cares? Dang, <laughs> that's not your <laughs> job here. You can't say who cares. <laughs> yeah, I w- I w- call your bookie up and tell them who gives a crap.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, NC State was the only team to beat Liberty, and they barely beat Liberty. the the. Th- 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 <sighs> They had to block a field goal from from the Flames at the end. If it wasn't for that, Liberty would have been undefeated. (laughs) NC State have been very good, if not one of the, probably the third best team in the uh, 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 ACC when they've been healthy. It, yeah. Third so or would,
2: fourth, you, would you put them over? Like, um, well, I don't think Miami's that good, but I think Miami, no, I, th- I think that's I would
1: put them above Miami, yeah. it, it, like them and I Miami would. are around thir- third, and then you win second, Clemson first. Come yeah, on, I, mean,
2: I, I go Clemson first. Um, yeah, you you said UNC second, yeah, yeah, UNC second, and uh, Clemson's an amazing team. UNC is a good team, and I honestly do. Well, Notre Dame, I guess, is the ACC this season. That's true. Uh, Honestly, all the other ones, they might as they don't suck, but they might as well suck. Like they're not good. Yeah, and not good. I don't think North Carolina State's good. (laughs) I don't think Kentucky's good either, though. Yeah, but
0: in this game, you want just want to ride with the NC State money line. We've seen them blow up and like have an ability to dominate teams through the air. And in what I think is a toss up, you just want to take the. Under the the team, with, yeah. where you think the value is? Go air it out. Kentucky can be ball hawks, though. Yeah. Look, look for some look for some picks. Look for some turnovers from
2: that defense. I they, can't. They imagine. Do have a, a decent defense? Kentucky is.
0: What's the line? The line is three and a half. NC State. Oh dang. NC State's getting the points. They're the dog. Kentucky's favored. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Then go NC State. Yeah. Take the dog. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Three times a week, I take the dog for a walk three times a day. Oh Jesus, I'm gonna have animal ab- abuse at my doorstep what? right now. Yeah. And, um, okay, I don't know if this game is on. I think it could get canceled. <laughs> it's the Outback Bowl. Indiana is six-and-a-half-point favorites against uh, what I think is Ole Miss. <laughs> what you think is Ole Miss? <laughs> I mean, Lane Kiffin just said, yeah, our team has COVID. We've got opt-outs. I mean... I don't think the spread is really refre- reflecting that right now. So you you think it should be higher for Indiana even without Penix? I mean, just given the the dire state of news that's coming out of Ole Miss, I'm inclined to just blindly take Indiana here. I don't know. I I, I think Indiana's going to win. I think Ole Miss might cover that. They got They
2: that offense is good. That's a that's a quick quick hurry up offense. I think. And uh, I mean, I, I don't like. Other than Ohio State, has Indiana
0: faced an offense like Ole Miss? I don't think they have this season. But let's let's think about the SEC this year. There has been so much COVID in this conference. We have seen Ed Orgeron, his entire team had it, and you didn't say till after the fact. Well, they couldn't find a, a mask big enough to fit on his round head. <laughs> <laughs> that, that That is true. That was one of the widely reported stories in August. I'll never forget it. But... They ended up taking them off uh, those statues of Confederate generals at Stone Mountain and they gave one to Ed. So we're all happy.
1: Big mask made of stone. (laughs)
0: But you know what? How often has it been that an SEC football coach acknowledged, yo, COVID is wrecking the program. It must be so bad there. (laughs) And Indiana, they're kind of like, they had such a bad run of luck. I think a win here would mean so much to that program. I mean, a win in the Outback Bowl is nothing for most programs. For Indiana, is that a 30-year high? It's, oh, I don't it's, know. Yeah, it's, I, I, think, I think you're correct there, and that's something
2: I wasn't really taking into account to it. I think I think this team is like a team that had a ton of potential and did not realize that entire potential, had some setbacks, some injuries. They want this win. They'll get this win. I just think Ole Miss is going to cover.
1: Their season has been an entire thirty-year potential. I mean, if you can get this at six and a half, Indiana has only let up like since since uh, P- P- Penix Jr. went out. It, Indiana has only le- oh, 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 let up. Still, their defense is good good enough. They've only g- given up eleven points and six points. Yeah. Like in 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 the two games with, with, without Penix, like. I think the, the, they can slow down Ole Miss, and Ole Miss doesn't have a good, a good enough defense to stop Indiana. Oh run. yeah, their
2: defense will not stop Indiana. But, defense, I, but I don't, I don't think that Indiana will slow down Ole Miss. To be honest, I think they will. I think that. I mean, you have your weird ass gate weird games where like Matt Corral like threw five picks or whatever. But I think, I think that offense is a legit one. I think Lane Kiffin's one of the best offensive minds in the country, and I think that offense again. I, I, I have not looked into as much of the COVID stuff. I guess that you are Joel. If it's, mm-hmm. if it's all, if they're all wrecked, I guess I can see it, but. Uh, Ole Miss at its best, uh, would beat Indiana without Michael Penix. Yeah. But if, with Michael Penix ha- healthy it's a whole different story, but I don't think Ole Miss is going to be at its best. So I think they're merely going to cover and I think they're going to score a lot on Indiana.
0: Yeah. And it's really just the COVID stuff for me. Like I, those coaches for that news to be public knowledge and it's just kind of hitting the fan now. I think it might be, uh, I think this game might end up getting canceled and if it does, it's just because Ole Miss might just want that check. And they're just, that's the win for this team. At the at the state of the program,
1: it sounds like it is.
0: So I'm going to back Indiana here for the first time all season.
1: I think, well, so last last year, Indiana played in another bowl game against a, a team from the SEC. They played Tennessee and lost. Twenty three to twenty two to the volunteers. So I I, I don't know if that weighs on (laughs) anyone's predictions or minds, but I still think this this year's Indiana Hoosier team is better than last year's. Oh,
2: without a doubt. But Penix,
0: I think Penix is. I think Penix is just the the main factor of that. Yeah. And then my great what if for this year, Penix doesn't get hurt. I would have loved to seen Mm -hmm. a healthy Hoosier team matched up against Oklahoma or Florida. Yes. would have been great. Yeah, yeah yes. that was amazing. And who knows? I mean, maybe Penix comes back healthy next season, and we see your, our, our Big Ten champion, Indiana Hoosiers. Wouldn't that be
1: nice? No, I think the Terps got it next year. Shut <laughs> up, Donnie.
0: <laughs> Dang.
2: <laughs> Hey, Talia, Talia, Talia's lighting it up. I love Talia, Talia Tungvalu. Yeah, up. he's
1: probably the best
0: quarterback in the whole family at this point. Okay. Probably the best one in
2: college, but know, yeah, he was.
0: <laughs> I, no, I, no,
2: tell me all about Matt Stafford. How's he doing? Are you lighting it up?
0: Uh, we're, no, I've just been writing, outlining a sad essay he's about up, Matt uh, Stafford up, right uh, now. lighting up a weed pipe while he eats a Whopper right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what you're doing before you are out of Yeah, gotta... I'm not
2: paid to be an athlete. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eli, Eli's insult for Matt Stafford, I will point out to our viewing audience, was to point out what he was doing. Okay. Uh, (laughs) It came, uh, I would like to point out to an audience that it came after an unwarranted Tua insult. See, we we like to put together a podcast to make our listeners feel like a parent on a very long (laughs) road trip. (laughs) Sorry, Sam. Okay, so let's get back on track. Let's go to the Fiesta Bowl. Is yeah. there a team less qualified to be in their bowl game than the Oregon Ducks? Dude, Oregon sucks.
2: Oregon, uh, Oregon sucks. sucks is more yeah. like it. Uh, man, they they, they just kind of lucked into that championship. I yeah. don't think that they're a better team than USC. I no. think they just beat them that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Cristobal is uh, he's fine. I don't know. Uh, I, think that, I don't think they're going to
0: win this game, and I hope they don't. And I'm going to oh, like yeah. to see Iowa State beat them. And this is kind of the game. This is a winnable game of the big 12 championship. Iowa state just lost. It's mm-hmm. like a Iowa state, you know, you got Matt Campbell. He's turned this program around. around. Now he's against this hyped big budget program that doesn't always deliver.
2: Doesn't and, always,
0: but it seems like maybe Brock Purdy will be on. I think that Oregon's defense isn't
2: like lights out or anything like that.
1: But I mean, with a Bre- uh, uh, breeze hall is, mama might be the best running back in the country.
2: He's he's one of I I put him I put him in the top uh, three probably. I would go Getting ATN. There. I don't in no particular order. Uh, ETN, Najee yeah. Harris, and Bruce Hall.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. and
2: that kid from UTSA is really good too. Uh, McCormick, mm-hmm. sincere McCormick is that? Yeah, really good.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think it's just Iowa State. Like that one. I just look at it. I've watched enough of Oregon over this season to just think they're not qualified for this stage and i think iowa state's going to give them the boot here yeah they should just dissolve as a team i mean <laughs> if you got time here this is january 2nd Put in the winner of uh florida oklahoma make them play yeah. again yeah 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 oh man yeah that'd be great <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Give
2: it to uh,
0: Iowa State and
2: Liberty, Iowa State. I don't know anything except, uh, I don't, ain't no one trying to watch this. Yeah, I will. (laughs) I will watch it. But
0: (laughs) I will be recording this and fast forwarding through it. This is the time during the weekend where you go out to lunch with your old lady. You make her feel special. Thank you, college football, for giving us Iowa State, Oregon. (laughs) Oh, shout out to Chuba, too, Donnie. We forgot about Chuba.
1: Chuba. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's he's phenomenal. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's go to the Orange Bowl, UNC at Texas A and M. Texas A and M is a six and a half point favorite. Um, are were they are they crippled with opt outs? What's going on here? I don't know. Uh, this is a tough one to call. Six and a, they
2: always get it just a little bit higher than I'm comfortable with. I think I think A and M's is going to win. I'm just debating about the the six and a half. I don't think UNC is going to win. They're good though. Uh, I don't know. I don't see that You know, they got a great run game. I've talked up Sam Howell as being kind of an underappreciated quarterback this season. Oh. Uh, depend. I it all comes down to. It's kind of like uh, with Texas with Ellinger. It depends on which Kellen Mond shows up. Uh, mm-hmm. If Kellen Mond is lights out, I think they win and cover easily. Uh, they might struggle though. They they had some uh, some nasty looking wins. They're a really good team. I think maybe one of the top four teams in the country. But they had some <laughs> nasty wins. Uh, they might lose, but I I would I would predict they win. Do you what do you like about the cover here? Do you do you call them the cover? I'm nervous.
0: I love the cover because not only is it the more talented team, not yeah. only is it the more motivated team. Yes, be out to play But fun. the spread is less than a touchdown, and let's throw in the factors that this is Texas A&M. They're a big time SEC power, but you know, you look at the opt outs, you look at who's sitting. UNC is kind of being affected by that more than Texas yeah. A&M is. I just like Mac Brown. I never cat Mac I never count
2: uh I never count Mac out. <laughs> and I'm with you there. It's just like But no, A and gonna win and uh yeah, a touchdown That's I, right. I would have called A and M to win this by like um honestly probably a touchdown. I'm just nervous to say, I'm just nervous know, to recommend I, it, you know. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, they'll win by a touchdown.
1: So I, I- I think I'm on that, too. Um, a <laughs> and plays in a tougher conference and is giving up less points per game. Yeah. Like, Great like, point. Great like, point. Yeah. <laughs> and they're giving up a touchdown, an entire touchdown less than UNC is giving up. The Tar Heels have some bad losses on their resume this year, too. They, they lost to Virginia. Yeah, like th-
2: th- and we've talked about we yeah. just I, I just talked about how soft the ACC is. And that's why mm-hmm. your point about the SEC, even though, you know, the defense aren't quite what they were before. Definitely, you know, tougher, like you're saying, than ACC.
1: 21 I mean, points per, 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 they per game lost to
2: Florida State, right?
1: Yeah, they lost to Florida State and they lost to Virginia. Yeah, Like when they play this team, if AM is on, it could be two, two touchdowns. It oh, could be
2: hundred percent. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. I'm just going conservative for
0: the betting and all that. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. Earlier in the season, I watched Notre Dame play UNC and they kind of outclassed them there. The talent level just wasn't there. Yeah. And I've spent the last two weeks, like pretty convinced that Texas A&M is better than Notre Dame. So yeah, I think
2: they are. I think they're def- I think they are, yeah.
0: Yeah, I like this. And you know, if you if you don't like the spread, there's a great tease on the table for January 2nd. You can tease AM and Indiana.
1: Yeah, I tease I tease AM or Indiana or uh, um <laughs> AM and Iowa State. What would, would, would probably be my January 2nd tease?
0: Yeah, and and this is almost like I might take this A&M money line and tie it to every one of my NFL week 17 picks. Uh-huh. Like yeah. it just seems strong enough. I think they've got everything in the world to prove. And they just be... got canceled because of that old
2: Troy Aikman brute commercial where he lets a woman tackle him. That uh, is true. Um What a great
0: commercial. <laughs> All right, as you were. That was probably the only time Troy Aikman let a woman touch him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know who all the gay quarterbacks are, so sue me. Oh, wait. That's something you can be sued for. Dang it. <laughs> is that is that a, another yeah, letter yeah, from the Aaron Rodgers estate? Oh, boy. <laughs> wait, is what the Aaron Rodgers estate? A letter from him. A letter from him? Yeah, I, I mean, that's a reference. Well, he's if... not sending it to his family. <laughs> he's got to send out some sort of correspondence <laughs> at the holidays. So here's what we like in the the big the, the big 6 okay we like you i like texas a and i like iowa state and i i like oklahoma that's not going on and then we like the clemson alabama tees auburn money line georgia and then san jose state favorite heavy but it's bowl season so that's just how we're feeling.
1: We're Cincy Moneyline. That's that's another, another dog.
0: Yeah, I I mean, we can agree to disagree on that one. I Which Moneyline? Cincinnati Dolphins? Oh. <laughs> yeah, Dolphins Super Bowl. I'm going to tie the Clemson Tigers <laughs> into the Tua Dolphins Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Well, I I hope you have a great slate this weekend. Um I hope we get to get Get together and watch a little bit. I'm a, I'm around New Year's Day. I'm around the second. My S- pick is the Bearcats. Well, Scentsy baby, we we can just watch it while glaring at each other. And <laughs> we, we should watch it. Or yeah, we'll, we'll see what's up. Yeah, I almost got an invite there. But wait,
2: which which one?
0: Uh, I guess we should do this off air. <laughs> yeah, probably off air. But I am having Jeff over for New Year's Eve. <laughs> um, no, sorry, <sighs> almost got an invite. No, you're invited. I'm gonna text. you. Yeah, I'm you. not coming. Okay, cool. I'm just kidding. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming on. It's been a gr- It's been a real pleasure to share the season with you, and I hope we get to go in depth on the national championship game. Yes, yes, we're gonna do a deep dive, baby. Okay, so it might not be a Wednesday, but it's been a wild Tuesday, and thank you for coming on with us.
2: Thank you. Am I am I leaving for good now?
0: Yeah, I'll do. So- I I just got a couple football picks, and we
2: are outie i hear you, baby. Bye, Donnie. Bye, Joel. Thank you. Hey, buddy.
0: Thanks for coming on. Later, Eli, Sayers. And you know what? I'm telling people to subscribe to the Props Network on YouTube. I think we have some really good clips. I think we figured out the formula, and I think it's going to be the kind of content you want delivered to you every single day. So here's the deal. Daily NBA picks. We have the props drop. We have these specific college football game previews. We've been doing this since September. We've figured out kind of what you guys want. So we're ready to give it to you. Just smash that subscribe button. Hit subscribe on the iTunes or Spotify for TPN The Walk On. Maybe I can talk Sammy Boy into putting out my daily NBA picks there. We will see. I'm just kind of thinking of that right now. But, yeah, do that and, you know, I don't even have to do an ad read now, but hey, BetMGM, I do my research there. They've got a great code with walk-on 20. They will match your deposit, and I love their Money Monday Club. I love the specials they build in. I love how they offer out parlays, and if you do want gambling to be just an enjoyable experience, which is why I do this... Um, I think they're a great place to go and you could, they'll match your deposit with code walk on 20 plus. When you log onto their site, there's a really fun picture of Jamie Fox. So a mm-hmm. lot of their competitors, they've, they don't have Jamie Foxx. They've got some C list celebrities. They've got, you know, I'm not going to say any names, but it's not Jamie Foxx. They got an Oscar winner there. They've got best promos and they've got a code for the walk on. Walk on 20. Must be 21 or older to gamble online. If you or someone you know have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Or if you're in Tennessee or Indiana like Donnie, you call the red line.
1: Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yeah, go Tennessee. Go Tennessee. When's the last time Vandy won the the SEC? When's the last time Vandy won a football game is an even better question. (laughs) They lost every game this season. I think they lost all but one last year.
0: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta find out that last Vandy SEC championship. So,
1: don't. I'm not sure it's ever happened.
0: <laughs> there's only one way to find out, and that's yeah. to go to the library and <laughs> ask the librarian. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk NFL. Week mm-hmm. 17 is notoriously a bad week for gamblers, and there's a lot of teams with something to play for. I think I might go the parlay route. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think I think that's probably worth it. I, 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 everything can be crazy. Teams are playing for wins. P- teams are playing for playoff spots. I I like. I'm of the mindset that I like to bet on what teams are playing for. You know, it, 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 that's sometimes better than going for a number because you, you who can lose on that. And so I think we can make some money on these parlays.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of staggered in our favor a little bit. That most of the action's actually in the four thirty slate, and hopefully we do well on our college football picks. But you know, let's start at one o'clock and I'm gonna throw the Ravens into a money line parlay with the Cowboys. The Cowboys are three-point favorites versus the Giants. I saw a different Cowboys team last weekend. I saw Zeke Elliott back from the dead, and I see Daniel Jones at quarterback for the New York Giants again. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Cowboys, Sam is showing last week, I believe. You might, Mm -hmm. but yeah, Cowboys, Ravens. Ravens are minus 800, but there's value there.
1: I think the Cowboys win that division. If, if you're just, I, I, I've just seen like so much goes wrong for Washington all the time. Why wouldn't the Cowboys win the, the division this year? They're peaking at the right time. Washington's not better than Philly.
0: No, they're not. And there's Jalen Hurts playing spoiler. The Eagles, they truly blew that game against Dallas last weekend. I watched the entire thing. I still can't tell you exactly what happened. Like Dallas was just getting long touchdowns every time I looked up. Mm-hmm. But, but here, Dallas and the Ravens at minus 115. I love it. And Mm -hmm. you can actually throw the Ravens into a sweetheart parlay. I like a 13-pointer. You have Ravens. You have Mm -hmm. Titans against Texans, minus 7.5.
1: Easy win there.
0: Easy win there. And then you have the gift of gifts. You have Aaron Rodgers trying to deny a playoff berth to Mitchell Trubisky. Love that. And then you throw in Russell Wilson, and he's facing San Francisco on the road with the potential to get a one seed.
1: Yeah, that's... Uh, I think there's a lot of teams that are peaking at the right time for the playoffs. The Seahawks are one of them. The Bills are another one. And I would even throw the Ravens in there.
0: Oh, absolutely. And we we, we go deep in the, in the text threads, Donnie. I have been on the Ravens this entire time and mm-hmm. they're picking at the right time. I told you, they'll be a vaunted defense. They'll be better than Pittsburgh by the time the postseason comes around. And Baltimore is getting to the postseason and they're going to win a playoff game. So I'm throwing them in everything. Baltimore has won 11 straight as a double digit favorite. They've mm-hmm. covered 11 straight as a double digit favorite. So throw them in the sweetheart, throw them with the Cowboys. And again, we're moving on to the four o'clock slate. Mm -hmm. I like a money line parlay of Packers and Seahawks.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's easy. Both teams trying to get the number one seed, which means all the like, it means so much more this season because that first round by teams are so much more likely to make a deep run in the playoffs with that first round by they need everything. The players want to rest. This has been a hard season. This season in particular, the players need a break to going into it. And now uh, there's only one up for grabs. There's not two. So both of these teams are peaking at the right time. Green Bay looks like the favorite to win the Super Bowl right now Uh, with good reason. They blew out Tennessee. They're a phenomenal team.
0: They are great. They have that off in like... They've got that offense. They're built to score the last possession of the game. And, like, you want to talk about there's a lot of up-and-coming teams to fall in love with. Green Bay looks great. Seattle's defense suddenly looks to be alive. And we can expect all these teams to take care of business. So there's no better way to spend a Sunday than by parlaying Rogers and Wilson. It's just the way to go. And if you really want to get nuts, if you want to get hog wild, throw the Saints in there, and it becomes plus 161. So I think I'll be on both of those.
1: I I I, I think that's fun. I think that's a fun one to separate out. Get the, uh, the two teams with, with the Seahawks and Packers in one and the three teams in the other for plus money, just in case. And why don't, you... why
0: don't we even take it a step further? We'll, we'll yeah. start with Packers-Seahawks, and we'll put 60 bucks on that. We'll put 30 bucks on... Packers, Seahawks, Saints. Mm-hmm. And then we are going to throw another 30 bucks on Packers, Seahawks, Saints and Titans. And you know mm-hmm. what? That's plus 235.
1: That's fun. I like that a lot.
0: That is really fun and you know what? Let's talk about teams that we want to avoid this weekend. Everyone mm-hmm. has things to play for. There's going to be some odd endings here and I want to caution the listeners, the viewers, if you're on YouTube, against the Indianapolis Colts and the Cleveland Browns. We saw the Jags tank. We saw them be competitive in a lot of games and Mm. then really kind of take their foot off the gas. And it's just plus 14. Mm. They have been outwardly tanking. Now they're going to actually have incentive to try and win a game. I could see weirder things happening than
1: them winning against Indy. I might even throw throw some on Jacksonville. There, they've been competitive in a lot of their games. Have been once like most of their games have been one score games. And now that they don't need to lose to get Trevor, they're going to go out there and compete with Indy. I think.
0: Yeah, and you really saw them like intentionally screw themselves last week. They had a QB competition during the week. With a game well, on Sunday,
1: well, guess who's who? Who Jacksonville's only win is of the season, also
0: Indianapolis. The Indianapolis
1: Colts <laughs> make
0: it a Colt bookend. We hmm. no one wants to see Phil Rivers in the playoffs. Out of I'm, all these teams, I mean, they're maybe the most talented, but you know Phil Rivers is not going on a run.
1: No chance. He he. he he threw a pick at the end of that game. I felt good as a Ravens fan. As a Ravens fan, I needed either the 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 Colts to lose or the Browns to to lose on Sunday. And once the Steelers came back and got that lead, I felt very confident because I knew Phillip Rivers could not go without throwing a pick. And sure enough, he threw a pick right into into the arms of Pittsburgh safety on, on, on a deep ball that wasn't even close.
0: And the other team you got to avoid here. It's just there's too much history. There's too much at stake. There's too much weight. Don't don't bet on the Browns. I did Absolutely it last not. week. I bet on the Browns early when they were going to coast to victory against the Jets team that was riding high because they can complete a seven yard pass to, to Landry whenever they want. Mm-hmm. The, that was such a crazy decision. The NFL truly screwed over Cleveland thinking they were going to win this game. A Browns win is never for granted.
1: Absolutely not. This was, uh, it, it, it definitely cost me something, but I, but I was a- a- able to get out of it with, with, with a nice he- hedge on the Jets, but we still, I mean, they lost by a touchdown to the Jets when they needed that game to make the playoffs. You don't, I, how can you have any faith in them?
0: And now I know it's a new culture in Cleveland. I know they got screwed over, but Indianapolis and Cleveland, they both have, like, a pretty big collapse to bounce back from with so much at stake. So maybe you can bet those guys on the points. Maybe you think they're going to bounce back. But don't t- tie those guys to anything.
1: The the Browns have Pittsburgh. I mean, and Pittsburgh wants to look good going into these last few games of the season. You, you, I, I, no, Pittsburgh still has a lot to prove and apart P- from apart from that three touchdown, 10 minute run last week. They have been one of the worst teams in football for the last four weeks.
0: Yeah. And they're probably not going to play Roethlisberger. Yeah. Uh, who's the Pittsburgh backup these days. It's not Rudolph anymore.
1: It's not Rudolph anymore. Is it duck Hodges? Is he still on there? Oh, it's, is it, it's, it is still Mason Rudolph. So nice. So definitely. I, I mean, <sighs> the
0: worst quarterback in the NFL mm-hmm. who was just awful to Cleveland last year is going to go there mm-hmm. and behind a defense that needs to show up and get their first team reps in, mm-hmm. I, it scares me. Stay away.
1: It's a, This is a big-time stay away from me.
0: Yeah, I, feel, I just feel bad. I felt bad about the Browns all week, and that's why Brian is not here with us right now
1: yeah brian didn't actually get engaged we just did not want to talk this much bad stuff about the browns after after their loss while he was here
0: yeah that thank you dotty for mentioning things i deliberately didn't on the show we love you bud
1: oh we did, i i i thought you mentioned it earlier
0: <laughs> no i haven't seen a post yet so i didn't know if i could yet so you're cute you're you pull off that teal shirt and thank you for climbing into the john wilkes with me
1: Oh, you're absolutely welcome.
0: All right. Well, for Donnie Sengstack, for Eli Sayers, this has been just such a fun episode. Great info, great bets, and let's lose them all. For TPN The Walk-On, this is Joel Walkowski, walking off.